0: a episode of alternate lives matter <laughs> to make sure I say it correctly we're finally doing it like, yeah <laughs> so doing it. this is my lovely friend Leah Nazario we have known each other um for many years through a mutual friend Mike DC um love you um we are here in Montana Leah is the reason why I'm here look the sun just came out so shining <laughs> um so we have lots of things to work on um, individually and together and we decided to do this here and now because we are both experiencing um quote random um, <laughs> uh, health, Projects that have been coming and going with no real indication of a a strong source of where they're coming from. However, um, we kind of started putting pieces together, and I think that we are starting to unravel the deeper, subtle, and also bigger collective um, things that we. I don't think it's exclusive to us, but we are just the two people, at least, that are aware enough to realize what's happening to us and lucky enough to help process and release energy for collectives. Yay! Yay. (laughs) So um, I haven't said anything to Leah yet about my experience today, but before we get there, Leah, do you want to add um some things before we like get into the nitty-gritty yeah um so
1: I think what I would like to say first of all thank you for being here today and doing this with me and finally making us together making this happen so obviously this is the time yeah um you know, I think that there's a lot of people out there who are experiencing things that they don't necessarily understand why. And, you know, just to reiterate what you said, we are blessed enough to be able to kind of tune in and understand what all this is related to, but oh my goodness. It's getting warm in here. It is getting hot in here. Um, I think that you know, with it being the start of the new year of 2023 and, you know, this building of all of these things and kind of collecting different pieces to get to this point to be able to transmute this energy. Um, and, and that is what it is. Uh, <laughs> so it's time. And I think that I am certainly ready to do that um what else do I have to say nothing right now
0: yeah I feel like we might want to talk briefly about how you and I have like the things that you and I have experienced together Together. yeah Yeah. (laughs) um I'm gonna let you take it all right so
1: hmm Jennifer and I have very similar stories and backgrounds and trauma and kind of all of that stuff. So it's not really surprising that this is the position that we are both in. Um, when we had originally met and become friends, you know, we were seemingly normal <laughs> muggles. Is, is that like
0: totally. one
1: of the, one of the terms for something like that? Um, you know, and didn't really have a really great understanding of what all was going on. And then uh, I had become ill. Um, When was that? I guess it was five years ago. Now, I checked in the other day and like looked at that specific timeline. Mm. Um, And Jennifer, with her background in yoga, I had injured my back, Um, I work as a nurse and I had injured my back at the hospital and then um, wound up being diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and found myself in a really, really not good place for a while. Um, Jennifer brought to me yoga which was really helpful and I started doing that and then we kind of found our way Uh, She was one of the main forces behind me becoming a Reiki master and getting into energy work to begin with. And so that was kind of when that was right. December, 2020, no, December, 2019, Uh, right before shit kind of hit the fan Yeah, and um, got into doing a lot of this stuff. And then I took some energy channeling healing classes with Jennifer and doing collective, you know, um, mystic meeting stuff, which I'm so great. So happy to see that you're bringing back again. Oh, Um,
0: I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your story is, um, is one that is unique and also not right. Like it's unique in what you experienced and what you've gone through. And unfortunately there's like, there's lots of other people that go through things like that, just not that specific. Right. But, um, when I think when I have troubles, like when I feel like I'm falling apart, I think about you, like you're actually the, the, the person that I'm like, yeah, but she can do it. Mm-hmm. Look what she's gone through. I can do it. Stay strong, be strong, fall apart. Yes, but also like keep going, keep fucking going because when i and i was i was in massage school too during that so that's right i would come over weekly i think and do kcr on you yep and then um then started doing energy stuff and then you know teaching you yoga and stuff and um and you worked your ass off like you were going through such difficult experiences like physically obviously emotionally i can't imagine mentally right on top of all that because of things not going a certain way and you did it like you did the work um i would come over and you would do the other stuff and we we if it's okay for me to say like absolutely you worked through a lot of trauma and a lot of deep rooted emotional stuff and Thank you for everything that you've done. Cause I don't think I would be here. If, well, I know I wouldn't be in Missoula. <laughs> if it wasn't for you. <laughs> I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And I don't think I would be here if it was, if it wasn't for you. So, well, I feel the same way. And I know that for a fact, I mean, I was so
1: deeply depressed in during some of those times. I mean, Chronic physical pain, and I know a lot of people deal with chronic physical pain. It beats you down mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, like, and when you can't get out of bed because you can't actually move for days at a time or, you know, I, with the migraines that I struggled with and everything else. I mean, there were so many different things. It's
0: honestly a miracle that I'm sitting here right now. I just had a, I just had a memory pop up. When we were at Polio's house, I, we oh, recorded man. that. Do you remember that? Yeah. Your body, you released so much stuff. And and that was like, we had multiple people all being there, oh facilitating that experience. And it was in person.
1: And there were people that joined us virtually too. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny when people want to question like energy work at a distance and like whether that can actually happen or not. I'm like, you. Yeah. You just yeah. gotta try it because you don't even know. Yeah, you know, and and thinking about it, that was a lot to process in that short of a period of time.
0: Yeah, both of us. Yeah, man. All right, uh, we could talk about all that for, for hours. Yeah. yeah. Um. So now that we've established <laughs> our connection, um, let's talk about our physical our physical things. Um, I'm gonna just really talk about the vertigo i've been having since um i was in new york when it really first started and i'm trying to remember what month that was i would say um see i came here in may so um i guess it was spring springtime um in new york and there were moments it felt like it came out of nowhere it was around the moon in the beginning of March because we had our
1: stuff started happening like right around the same, same time,
0: yep, yep. And um, yeah, I do kind of remember that now. Uh, I couldn't, oh, yeah, So the trigger of it was, wow, we're getting personal. Um I was having uh, intimate relations with my partner. And it was very intimate, you know, having sex, not just physical though. It was like, we were all intertwined together physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually because I had an orgasm and saw, like I shot into outer space and saw planets and then I started having vertigo right after that. Like almost immediately after our encounter, you know, we like climaxed together and then had I had that vision. And then we laid there. And then that's when the vertigo started. And, um I called Leah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, asked for help. And um after not, I called Leah. Like that evening, like later on that evening, because it did not go away. Cause I try to like work on things by myself before I call, especially that. I was like, oh god <laughs> like, hey, this happened. This just happened. Um, but you told me to smoke some weed, which I <laughs> is not something I do. And um I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. You know, I I trust Leah and what she gets. And I did, and it immediately helped me. It grounded me. And um, it kind of went away for a little bit. And then same thing happened again, only it got worse. And I was laid up in bed for three days straight, could not move. As soon as I kept my eyes closed, because as soon as I opened my eyes, the whole room was spinning. I tried to get up once, fell to my, fell immediately, like like there's nothing underneath me standing up, you know, just like got taken out and then thinking about the the weed stuff i was like well i asked my partner i was like i don't really want to smoke weed but do you have something else and he had edibles and i was like well i'm so sensitive like just one puff of of a a joint is you call that joints <laughs> <laughs> such, such a nerd so I, just one puff of a joint is like enough to take me out for 24 hours minimum and so I was like, if I'm going to take edibles, it needs to be half of half of half of whatever dose people usually have. And he's like, okay, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll give you what my, his friends like paid him with it, or whatever. And so he gave me half of a half of like, I don't know, it was like a gummy or something. And it wiped me out, definitely different than smoking. Um, but I started vomiting, still had the vertigo, but I started like to bring me down to earth and I started vomiting. The weird thing was I hadn't eaten anything for like two days, Mm. so I didn't have any food in me, but there was stuff coming out. And since I'm intuitive, I was able to process and gather the information of what was coming out of me. And it was wild. It was like, I was seeing all these visions of, chast- of past trauma. I was seeing visions of like generational trauma. I was seeing, I was getting words of like, this is shame. This is guilt. This is neglect. This is whatever. This is fear. This is what I-. like which all of these things as it's coming out until it finally processed, left, and then I felt great. For a while and then had other weird symptoms anyway fast forward because i just want to focus on the vertigo
1: for one second i
0: interject here Mm
1: -hmm. so i just connected the fact talking about the vomiting that was that was around the same time that i did the combo ceremony really yeah and i was vomiting
0: so there's you know so so that (laughs) yeah i gathered all of that afterwards it being remember when we birthed dragons I did, I was just <laughs> telling the kids that the other day and when we all were collectively feeling pregnant and passing this like collective energy of creation and yep. like every one of us and we had all these missed periods and all these like all these things changing down there that I believe all this stuff was the ego center so getting rid of the ego center, which is why I think I ultimately ended up coming here too, because it was more ego I had to lose in order to whatever we're doing from here on out. It was like, I had to, <laughs> let, right. So what do you think? Uh, well, let me just fin- cut fast forward here. Um, the I started getting vertigo again, not nearly as bad as New York. However, it, ha- it doesn't. I I was about to say, it doesn't seem to have a pattern, but it does the last two times I've gotten it, I've gotten a dream of falling to earth from outer space. So it's this repetitive pattern of, uh, coming to earth, not wanting to be on earth, being really pissed that I'm on earth, that I have to come here and do this work. But the last dream I had was about two weeks ago now, or no, it was last Wednesday. Was it, last Wednesday, and I was floating to earth instead of falling and crashing. And I actually was okay with coming here. And I felt better about being here. So it's almost to me, it almost seems like my, my ego or the, the other version of me is coming here, the version of me that remembers all of the where we are not on earth right right before coming here the pact that we make of coming here and now is like okay all right Leah now we're here to actually do the work the other work that we're here to do it's almost like it's it's the next level of stuff right it's really interesting because I remember a point in
1: time where I didn't want to be here on earth like in my everyday physical consciousness, like this isn't where I belong. This isn't where I want to be, you know? And somewhere between then and moving to Missoula in December of 2021 and now January, 2023, I feel very connected to earth. Like this, like this is now my home which is fascinating with what you're saying. Yeah. You know, there's been a transition where we now feel connected here. Yeah. Like we've gotten rid of all that other stuff, you know, that was keeping us from
0: feeling at home here. Right. Like we, instead of being born, being born and doing what we're doing now, right. Can you imagine like babies? I mean, it's going to happen, but like, I'm born. Okay. Let's process collective energy of, of these alternate versions of us (laughs) and these alternate universes and these past lives. It's like, we had to experience this Americanized version of, of people living in the past, living in the state of pain and suffering and rebirth and death only to under, it was our school, right. To understand where most of the the lower vibrational earth is so now we can help raise um, everyone that's ready to transition from the state of suffering into enlightenment and um, not only help individuals that way, but also what we are going to do very shortly here <laughs> is, um, transmute energy from entire collectives of energy and help that because we are that powerful i feel very excited (laughs) i was just gonna say we found the key to the universe and you literally have a key here
1: well and this key is the one that we used when we were packing up my house in new jersey and we did that ceremony with liz
0: i don't remember what the ceremony was but i remember it in a picture because i took a picture of it yeah what was it about, or was it a secret?
1: No, it was um it was about I yeah, deleted that the women, the three of us uh-huh. Um, I'm seeing um like the the witch stuff being cleared and then this new thing being created so it was getting
0: manifesting yeah
1: getting rid of that energy of I don't even know what to call that
0: did we do (laughs) masculine feminine stuff Yeah. yeah okay actually great I'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly what I saw on acupuncture today so, <laughs> oh wait, so why don't you now, before we get to that, talk about your stuff, stuff. Yeah. Okay. So um,
1: moved to Missoula in December of last year and then, you know, had started herb school and things were going well. And then I, you know, was really transitioning and trying to come to terms with being on my own and, you know, not having anybody out here. And though I felt alone, not being alone and, um, you know, not knowing what the, you know, like what was going to happen and, you know, having some general idea and thinking I knew what my purpose was here, um, but not really feeling grounded in that. And so that's when I, you know, I didn't really feel great. After making this move, I, you know, was physically exhausted, um, mentally exhausted. I took three weeks and I moved all my stuff out here. And then I was by myself and I moved in everything. And I just felt like I had expended every ounce of energy that I possibly had. So, you know, I went deep into just meditation and, you know, doing energy work and with different people and um, the, what is that called? Ecstatic um, trance dance. And um, on the way out here, you know, having traveled through a lot of native land and the history of Missoula and all that. So I felt very connected to resolving some of the work In that way. Um, And then I got to a point where I was still having a lot of physical pain. Um, This one spot in my upper back, and then just my muscles, I had gone snowboarding for the first time in five years, which was a miracle that I was able to even do it, mm-hmm. um, but I was the pain that I experienced afterwards was super severe. And then I didn't feel like I had gone backwards, but I felt like there was new stuff that was just coming to the surface. Yeah, and I didn't want to be in physical pain anymore. I had gone to gotten gotten a massage, and combo kept coming up. So I sat in a combo ceremony here, purged all kinds of things. And then, and the combo ceremony was great. And then it was later that week after, I can't remember what moon it was, whether it was a full moon or a new moon at the beginning of March. And I think there was an eclipse also. Oh, yeah. And then started breaking out in hives Um, to the point that, like, (laughs) I do not even really know how to explain it. It, it started kind of like on my, on my chest, like right over my heart and was bumps. And then it would just spread. And if I itched it, it would spread all over my body. And it would, it started kind of like a little bit, and then it just ramped up and ramped up and ramped up to like, just constantly, like not being able to sleep, not being able to function, Any food I ate, it started. I'm a nurse by my original profession. And so, like, I'm breaking out in hives, I'm eating things, I'm breaking out around my mouth, my neck, my tongue's feeling weird, you know, and like the rational side of me is like, Okay, this is dangerous, because we're reaching the point where like, you know, I don't have an EpiPen, I don't have allergies, but you know, the way that this type of thing normally progresses, you get to a point where your airway closes up and I live by myself and I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared, you know, of, of not being able to control this. And then, you know, like even touch, like I couldn't wear certain clothing because it would cause me to break out in hives. Or if you touched me or if I brushed up against something or if my backpack slid down my arm. So I wound up in the ER um, (laughs) because I touched a moldy lime and then went to urgent care and they gave me a you know dose pack of steroids and i started taking that and it wasn't getting any better and i was very nervous um so i went to the er and they gave me a cocktail and then that later that week i went up in the er another time um i think that was like tuesday i went to urgent care then thursday i went to the er and then saturday i woke up and i was sorry guys um, (laughs) vomiting and had diarrhea for eight straight hours to the point where I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't get my dogs down the stairs. I was too Mm -hmm. weak to do anything. And I had to do the thing that I, I don't think I've ever done this for myself before. And I've only ever had to do it once before. And, you know, as a nurse, it's not something that we like to do. I had to swallow my pride and call an ambulance Mm -hmm. and I had to go to the hospital and, and I was in horrific abdominal pain and it was just like, I, I could not continue on the direction I was going. So after that, you know, that was probably the end of April.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, that was
1: just, I think maybe, maybe the beginning, maybe mid April, It was just a couple of
0: weeks before you got out here. And then this is wild. I never put all these things together, and like the timelines, yeah, 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 and so, um
1: you know, I just kept kind of trucking along, doing you know trying to do energy work around it, but not it was more than what I could do by myself, and I remember calling you and talking about the experiences that you're having and knowing that they're somehow related, and mm-hmm. you know, like sitting there and asking, like, what is this and so knowing that some of it was generational it was related to my son um my younger son would had terrible asthma and allergies and um anaphylactic allergies to shellfish and all kinds of things when he was a kid um and so having to i never had that problem so relive that experience so that i could better relate to him and process that that generational energy of what it was um, but you know, not getting better and you yeah. having the same experience and then what you were going through personally and being like, Oh, this is something that we have to do together,
0: and then you yep.
1: coming out here, yep, and I, then
0: yeah, I my relationship did not work out. Um, he showed signs of abuse, and I left. Um thinking that we would like space would help. And then three, four days later, you know, he's like, you're crazy. I didn't hit anyone. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And I was like, well, that's not true. And I'm not coming back until we work it out. But by then I had a negative bank account balance. I had nowhere to stay. I had nowhere to go. I had to figure out my survival at that time. And um, Leah was like, I'll buy you a plane ticket if you want to come to Montana. And I was like, I have no other choice. Like I literally didn't have any other choice. It was my only option. And um, so that's how I got here. And I feel that that is relevant. It was pivotal. Yeah. And I think that obviously I came here with you to, to your house and then worked on lots of stuff together and you got much better. You were able to go back to work yeah, and be self sustainable again. Um, and you helped me get back on my feet um, by offering me the, the ticket out here and having a place to stay. And um, everything has been like pretty magical since I got here. And I feel the same way of like, I haven't felt like home anywhere my entire life until I landed here and you were like off the plane and you're handing me a chai latte and I was like and I just felt I felt the shift yeah I felt a shift and um yeah anything else you want to say
1: um so I don't know what many people know about Missoula Montana but uh this is relevant so Missoula is known you know, it was originally native land, the Salish and Kootenai um, tribes. And um, this city was a glacier lake at one point, a long, long time ago. And it is known to be an energy vortex um, where people come to heal. And that was one of the first things I didn't know that when I moved here. Yeah. Um, And it was one of the first things that I found out, like linking up with Local people who did work and finding out, you know, about the area and things like that. And so in looking back on this whole thing, and very similarly, like even though when I moved here, I didn't know anyone, you know, and I would go out and do the things and whatever, but it was winter time and we were still, you know, January of 2022 was still active like pandemic time. So there, you know, was still a lot of that and people were really careful. So it was depending on you know what you were doing, it was challenging to really meet people. But Missoula, from the time that I got here, Mm -hmm. I've never felt more at home than I have here. Yeah. And even still like, you know, just being out and walking around, like I've been here for a year now. And I'm so grateful for this land, for the energy and everything that it has brought to me
0: Yeah, because it's it's
1: changed my life.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's a, it feels amazing. And I didn't, I learned all those things kind of slowly as I talked to people and told them how I felt here. And they just reiterated all that stuff back to me. And I was like, oh, of course it's like that. Right. Of course. (laughs) Of course, this is where Leah's GPS told her to move. (laughs) (laughs) Tell that story. Um, Oh my God! How'd she get to a Whole episode on that. You don't even. You won't even believe me when I tell you. Um. So I do want to say, just to bring it back full circle, that you're still experiencing hives. Not as. uh, I mean, when I got here, you were pretty bad. Yeah. So. not as bad right just no not anywhere near as bad okay so um as you were talking and going back in time saying everything and I started seeing like our timelines and like of course this ends up of course we end up bringing together coming together and I did want to say like do you I forget where you were living I think you were still in New Jersey when we did work on each other and, um, there was like us, a past life of us living in Montana on a ranch yeah. or like on land. And we were like, do you remember that? Yeah. Was, I have it written down somewhere. Cause I go back to it. Cause I'm like, I can't believe we ended up in Montana. And we talked about, we did like a past life where we were in Montana. Yes. Um, anyway, so, um, to bring it all the way back acupuncture today. Um, I, he worked on my heart, my, my chest and my tongue, my throat and, um, opening, opening up this, these channels here, um, and heart stuff, stomach and, Mm. um, liver. And stomach and liver keeps coming up for me, especially livers, like every time I go. So, um, and I feel like we just finally got to the heart stuff and, and as I'm laying there and this is, even though I've been saying like, I feel like I'm grieving, I don't, but i am no one's died. Like, I don't understand it. But today when he, I, after he put the needles in, I'm laying there. The first thing I saw was a sunflower being planted here and i was the sunflower and then it started growing up and then my heart opened up the sun as the sunflower and everything like went like this wide open like my heart was opened and then all the little seeds you know like the sunflowers all little yeah. seeds right so then all these little seeds are planted and then i started seeing past lives and here's the kickers the the collective past lives so not me. I mean, we're all connected, right? So, like, we. I saw. Uh, there's reasons why we study everything, right? Or why we're interested in everything. I never understood why I went to China as an experience in this lifetime. Why I've am into yoga, Indian, you know, philosophy and yoga philosophy and all these things. So I started. That's what I saw. I saw that. I saw yoga. well, I saw India and I saw a whole collective of Indians and that um, country. And then I saw China and I felt, it all felt masculine energy to me when I saw it in my visions. That's what it felt. And then after I saw those two collectives, it, it rushed me physically and all, all those Masculine repressed energies, like the the repressor energies, merged together into one into my body, and collapsed. So it was like Ooh. those collective energies collapsed into one, and I was like, okay, now you have that together. You've co- like I collected all that, and then I started seeing the feminine side. And the feminine energy of the ones being repressed and specifically, which what I was talking about with my acupuncturist was the inability to, to speak and how I felt like I was holding my tongue. So it was the Mm -hmm. feminine energy of not, not, not being able to speak up and holding back um, speech and also he, and which what I love that he told me that the tongue specifically in Chinese medicine is connected to the heart. And I was like, well, that's all I'm feeling is that my tongue, my throat and my heart. So it was like, they're not able to speak their heart which is where truth lies too. Like the truth, you, you know, your true essence is, is in your heart. So it was like, okay, now I have all of this stuff and my, my hands, like the mat I had, I was like, okay, what do I do now? And it's like, my feminine energy has been blocked, which is our receiving. So I haven't been able to receive. And so I had to take the masculine energy of myself and give it to the feminine side of my body to myself Mm. and everything. I could feel it, the circuitry happening It started being a circle and working as one. And I felt every, all the channels open up in my heart and my throat and my tongue, it all released. He even said he's like, oh, you popped out one of the needles. And I was like, I felt it. I felt it all open up. You know? So um, and I was like, okay, this is what I need to bring to Leah. So with all of that, um, I and thinking about our past experiences, how we got here, I feel like we represent masculine and feminine, one and the other, and also both. And we have to like transmute all this. That we've just talked about and more. Yep, and take that energy and manifest it into something good. I'm going to check the time though, because well, let's. Why don't we close this out and make that a whole nother section? Um, it's a lot. Yeah. What do you <laughs> What do you want to um, What do you want to add to all of that stuff? Especially about the like different. Uh, repressed and repressor masculine, feminine energy. You know, so
1: as you were saying that, I what I was seeing was all of right. So, so that specifically, you know, and how culturally um, Chinese people are and how they're raised and how the feminine are treated very specifically. And, you know, throughout history, all of these different civilizations right and Mm -hmm. what has been at the root of them who has started all of these civilizations and why have they not been successful why have they fallen you know and why is it that they that they can't get together and the circular energy Mm -hmm. of you know trying to bring this here and trying to merge both of those sides because everybody masculine feminine no matter how you identify mm-hmm. we all have these energies you know that make us and really resolving all of that that has been going on and transmuting it is the purpose mm-hmm. that we have here today right now um and I definitely think that it is going to,
0: <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's a building.
1: I <laughs> have uh, all this like weird phlegm
0: in my throat. Um, so you find it ironic <laughs> that half of our screen is like dark and half of it is, is like ridiculously whitened out? I know, <laughs> yin and
1: yang. Uh. So I, it, it all makes sense to me. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times when we're going through this stuff, you know, these things happen. We don't necessarily understand in the moment what is going on, but, you know, at some point in time, we can retrospectively look at it and be like, oh, right. You know, this all does make sense. And I feel like it makes sense for me as well, personally, you know, on a personal level, on a collective level with what we see going on in everyday life. And, you know, even, oh, that's so fascinating. Um, I was just being shown um, transgender people. Yeah. And what a gift that is. Oh, yeah. I
0: wanted to make that a whole bunch of episodes because I have a, I mean, obviously there's energy behind it, right? Yeah. I would love or, to talk about that.
1: Or, you know, the, the non-identification gift. of, yeah. because what is that? That is, that is what, what we are, are going for. And not necessarily, it's just the energetics yep. of, of non-identification of one or the other. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah damn oh, okay let's
0: we got to save that yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, pull this back let's pull this to an uh, close um obviously we have needed masculine and feminine for a reason the creator ends up being a masculine energy and a feminine it, it is a masculine and a feminine energy and then as humans descendants from the light we are all vessels of the light so we all have feminine qualities because we're all vessels um uh, uh, yeah so I'll end it at that um let's uh let's close this one out um so to be continued to be continued <laughs> so the the basis of the story is you have an understanding of Leah and I's experience of uh I mean a quick version of it very short how we got to this point and the alternate um versions of us as collectives that um we are going to be processing um in the next episode and probably future episodes (laughs) um and because alternate lives matter because we are all connected we are not just one um we are not just one entity solely in ourselves. Um, we are not alone and um, we are just lucky enough um, and as you said, blessed to be able to um, to do this. Thank you, Leah. Yeah, thank you. Let's keep going <laughs> Okay.